Hello, it's Andrew May, and welcome to the Performance Intelligence Podcast, Bite Size Edition. This is where we take a clip from a previous podcast and amplify it for you in a snack-sized format. Before we start this episode, I wanted to take a quick moment to ask a favor of you. Please open the podcast app you're listening on right now and hit the follow button. This really supports us growing the podcast and also helps continue to produce high quality conversations around high performance. You listen to us and we want to listen to you. So please also consider leaving a rating and review. Tell us what you love about this episode and what you'd like to hear more of. Give us some feedback as it really does make a difference to what we're doing behind the scenes. Optimize performance through adapting your physical, psychological, and emotional state. Let's talk about the psychological effect, and I'm going to take the lead on this, because if you had said today that there is no evidence around brown adipose tissue, there's no evidence around testosterone, there's no benefits around recovery, and there's no benefits around sports injury as far as using ice or cold water, I would have gone, oh, I don't care, I'm going to still do it. Because when mm. I have my cold showers most days and when I swim in the ocean a couple of times a week and when I have an ice bath a couple of times a month after, I feel bloody amazing. There is something about cold water exposure that has now drawn me to to know I will just do this for the rest of my life. On a Monday morning, 6 a.m. at Balmoral, I have a bunch of corporates and, and, and one or two mates as well that I've known outside the corporate world, and we, we have an exercise session. 6 a.m. to about 6.50, then we go and sit down at Balmoral, have a coffee. I swim. Every Monday morning, I just hop in for five or ten minutes. During the middle of winter, they all say I'm mad, and I'll yell out, yeah, it's good for your mitochondria, it's good for your brown fat. I don't know what it's like for sports injuries. It's probably not going to help your hard-ons, uh, but it's good for recovery. Now I can summarize all the research. <laughs> but I just do it because it makes me feel great. And then I get out of the water, Tom, I go and have a cold shower, even though there's warm showers there. And it's just a wonderful start to my week. So if you'd said there is no evidence at all showing that cold water therapy is good for you, I would say, hey, absolutely respect that. I'm going to keep doing it because it makes me feel good. So there are definite psychological benefits running through regular cold water exposure. Irrespective of what I say from here here on, if you do any activity that gives you well-being, mental well-being, uh, perceptions of well-being, perceptions of joy, perceptions of feeling good, then that is good for you. Full stop. So, um, no matter what, what what activity it is, then that 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 is you're getting a benefit from it. So there is some evidence on perceptions of recovery. It's just not necessarily what people think. You know, it's not consistent, and it seems to be better with heat therapy. There there is no evidence in the testosterone that I can find. There is evidence in some injuries, but not consistently in injuries. And there's evidence that it may do more damage in other injuries. But boy, there is strong evidence when it comes to mental well-being and particularly mental health and particularly depression to the point where, uh, you know, the recent 2021 systematic review showed consistent across all, across all the studies is consistent gradient effect here. So you're starting to see now why people would be attracted to this as a a health well-being therapy because of course there is no health without mental health and so if you have a a, a behavior or a therapy or a lifestyle activity that gives you the beneficial effects i'm seeing in the literature against depression then then 
Absolutely, yeah. And so a systematic review, two, four, six, eight, nine studies, and all the studies showed beneficial effects. That would one of the things about this though is that it wasn't application of water or ice to the body, it was exposure of the body to cold temperatures. So this is where we're looking at the cryotherapy or whole body cold therapy in all of these studies. Are you planning an upcoming conference or company offsite? For the past 15 years, I've averaged speaking at over 50 events each year, and I still love presenting at conferences as much as I did when I first started. To explore the different presentations I offer on a range of topics and themes, including physical and psychological well-being, becoming burnout-proof, connection and belonging, that's a new area I'm, I'm really enjoying presenting on, neuroscience and behavior change, mental skills and leadership and culture. Or if you'd like to understand our fully integrated conference experience with pre-event diagnostics, activities throughout the agenda, including a morning wake up, energy breaks, team building activities, and digital resources to embed learning. To find out more information and to download a brochure, go to andrewmay.com keynotes. I just want to throw in there as well, a lot of the benefits I believe I get and why I swim in the ocean every week, it's the nature effect as well. And, and we, we talk about you know blue zones, green zones where you've got trees, but beautiful blue zones now where you've got oceans and creeks and rivers. There's a lot of benefit, again, connecting with nature. It is one of the only times, probably the only time every week when I swim for around 30 minutes where I'm not listening to a podcast, I'm not talking to someone, it's just me and my thoughts and that rhythmic effect. You actually get to connect and think and just sometimes even wipe your brain. There's a lot of benefits on that as well. Oh, the totally. Cold water plus nature. You get you're getting the, the double you know you get the double whammy there, aren't you? Because you get the nature benefits and the molecules we get exposed to in nature that actually have you know both physiological and mental well-being benefits. But also, I think too the adaptation to the exercise that you're talking about there actually makes your neurotransmitters far more effective. You know, noradrenaline was one of those neurotransmitters. And they're the things that also make you feel good and make you feel alive. You know, they're the things that fire you up. So I think there's, you know, the studies, the research studies, they've been doing it therapeutically and testing it as a therapy under sort of medical supervision. They're really, really impressive. And there's a sort of a consistent way of doing it, five days of exposure, two rest days, the periods of exposure are not very high. They're like 120 to 180 seconds. So, you know, you talk about two to three minutes building up over time towards the, the end of the, the treatment phases. They tend to be at the higher level of three minutes. And the temperatures tend to go from minus 60 to minus 110 degrees centigrade. So that, that's quite cold. You know, that's jumping into a very cold freezer. But, the, but importantly, they're not jumping into ice there you know, it's a different type of exposure which is probably a bit more tolerable and but they are seeing so we're, we're talking for, for anyone who's is not 100 this is cryotherapy yeah where you actually yeah. go to it's like a freezer standing up and it's freezing you go in there and you get the benefits in a short amount of time yeah absolutely and what they're seeing there is significant reduction in depressive symptoms and likewise uh, significant increases in self-rated quality of life. I think that's why when we were at a recent event, Andrew, we saw you know, when Dino was 
guiding groups to through that ice exposure. That to me is the primary driver why people would go there. And I think that's why he had queues going around the block because I think people do recognize that there is a significant quality of life, well-being, mental health, or we maybe we call it mental fitness or mental health benefit here to undertaking this experience. And I think that's why if you go down to Bondi Beach, you'll see people having this exposure. It's not because they know there's a whole body of evidence showing that actually it's it's going to make them live longer. Maybe that literature will come over time. Um, it's because I think people intuitively get this mental um, well-being effect from it. Hi again, it's Andrew, and I hope you really enjoyed that episode. We would appreciate if you helped to amplify the Performance Intelligence podcast by sharing episodes with your friends and with your colleagues by going to iTunes and leaving a rating and review. This really does help get the message out to a wider audience, and I love reading the comments as well. If you'd like to know more about booking me as a speaker at your next annual conference or company offsite, or purchasing one of the books I've written, including MatchFit, or if you'd just like to receive my monthly e-newsletter, which is called the AM Edition, that has stacks of information specific to all things human performance, go to andrewmay.com. And we'll see you on the next edition of Performance Intelligence.